basement of City Hall. This is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. This meeting is now in session. So, we let's uh, let's start uh, with the attendance. Pool Dizem. Uh, a 12 pool? No, I don't think we have pool? any. Uh, I think no we only pools? have 11 pools down here. Okay, only 11, like, pool, and they're pretty rusty. Yes. So, well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't, yeah, I, I, I dropped something in them, one of the pools, never, never ever saw it again. Okay. So, uh, no so pool. No. Um, is there, you are. Oh, I'm Paul. Paul DeShane. Paul, Paul DeShane. Okay, yeah. and Apron Vorland? No. Apron. No, apron. I don't. I don't see an apron, Vorlin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he got promoted. <sighs> yeah. You know, I put in for a promotion. I'm yeah. sorry, I I didn't tell you this, but I put in for a promotion, and I have a feeling that that Vorlin sob got it. I've never been worried about you getting a promotion because I assume that whenever you uh, put in for one, you'll spell your name wrong, and then that that can happen. Yeah. So, well, actually, I'm not even on the list. I'm Aiden Morgan, a very dapper Aiden Morgan. I might add. I'm, I'm exceptionally dapper today. Yeah, it was a it was a bow tie kind of morning. It is a bow tie type, yeah. type of day. And I dressed I dressed for radio. Yeah, yep. uh, Aiden. Yes. Uh, have you heard about tenders? I've heard about tenders. Yeah. Uh, I've I've put in requests for chicken tenders. Oh yeah, no, this is a different kind of tender. Oh. Uh, a, a tender is an offer. Uh, a tender offer. Sorry, it's when the city oh. invites suppliers to submit quotes for the provision of services or products that it needs. And uh, the city has a tender offer posted right now that I thought the QCIB should highlight at tonight's meeting. Oh, so it'd be, is this a tender moment? Yes. Do you have tension you need to get rid of? Specifically, tensioned cable safety netting systems for a new football stadium. The City of Regina is accepting responses marked C-O-R-2854, Tensioned Cable Safety Netting System. Responses can be dropped off at Main Floor Ambassador's Desk or 5th Floor Purchasing Branch. Closing date... February 11, no later than 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. This request for information is for planning purposes only to gauge vendor interest in the procurement of two complete tensioned cable safety netting systems. There will not be a public opening. This has been a Queen City tender moment. Hope you found that informative. I'm I'm really impressed by how you got the orchestra in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, did you tell them to leave the door open? I didn't. I'm sorry. Well, one day. Yeah. 
one day the door will be open and we'll be free. They were actually holding it open with their xylophone, but I'm sure they'll take that with them. True. And their zithers and their ocarinas. Yeah. All right, what's next on the agenda? Well, tonight we have uh, we have a candidacy, a candidate for improvement vectorness. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, we got a memo, actually, from the sixth floor. Uh, apparently, our interview process, our vetting process has been too lax. Oh. And now we need to crack down and actually interview our candidates to make sure they're suitable to be improvement vectors. Okay. So tonight's candidate is Jennifer Matitek of the Dunlop Art Gallery. Hello. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. I hope I win. <laughs> well, we'll see. We've, we've actually developed uh, a really easy questionnaire. Okay. So it's true-false. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll just take you through it. Okay. And you, you should be just fine. Okay. Is it okay if I sweat a little bit? It's okay. All the flops sweat. I get very need. sweaty in these instances there's there's a lot of condensation okay. in uh, in the basement so okay. that's okay it's okay we, we, we can't tell the difference thanks so it is it is important though that all questions are answered right because any unanswered questions will be counted against the overall scores two incorrect responses oh you you, you know how yeah i've watched jeopardy yeah, exactly i know how it yeah. works remember but remember there are no mm -hmm. wrong answers in a true false quiz only incorrect ones Okay, true. I I did a minor in psychology, so okay, that, that, I'm going to say that's true. No, that is false. Okay, because there are correct and incorrect answers, not just incorrect <sighs> ones. Okay, this is but, a hard quiz. Yeah. It, it's it does it. There are there are, you have to think about the questions carefully. Okay, now, I'll, I'll take a moment. But but don't worry, that question wasn't part of the quiz. That's, oh, that was just okay. a one yeah, All right, good. True, true or false? True? False. That was a question. <sighs> and so was this one. You have to be careful. Okay. We, we, need, we need our improvement like vectors to be quick on their feet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this next one. Mm -hmm. Question three. Your last name is Matatech with a K. True. But could also be f false. It's got to be one or the other. Oh, this is hard. I know. Because I have a professional name and a married name. Wow. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say true. False. It is Matatech with an M. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right about that. I, le I, learned, I learned about spelling in school and how you start at the beginning of the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let, let's move on from the, from, the, from the early round now into the meaty questions. Okay. Although you currently reside in Regina, Saskatchewan, mm -hmm. that's the Queen City, you are originally from Hartford, Connecticut, home of the 1944 Hartford Circus Fire. Oh boy, I want to say false, but the fact that you just revealed about Connecticut might be true. But my residence as Connecticut is false. So I'm going to say false. Correct. You are not oh, from Hartford, Connecticut. I got one right. Although I will I'll let you in on something, there was actually a circus yeah. fire in 1944. I, be I believe that. Cool. Yeah. So you can actually tell the listening audience where you are from. I'm originally from Ontario, Canada. Um, I grew up in a town called Grimsby, um, but spent most of my adult human life, um, as opposed to adult cat life, um, in in Toronto. Yeah. Cool. 
and environs. So, so Grimsby, not Ajax. Not Ajax, okay. no. That's a cleaning product, right? It's also a t- like a town right. in Ontario. Yeah, yeah, I have friends from there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I do have friends from Ajax. From Ajax, we yes. should talk about that. We should bond. Would it help me be hired? Is it more likely? Maybe. If we have friends in common? Maybe. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, next question. You were offered the Dunlop job in a particularly vivid dream. You were wandering the streets of an unknown city when a man with an indistinct face approached you and gave you a tiny robin's egg blue envelope with a green ribbon. And he said, this is a site-specific installation, whereupon you woke up and discovered the letter of offer from the library in your hand. I want that to be true because I do believe in dreams and dreams being important um, things that guide you in life and in your decisions, but I have to say that this one is false. It is false. <sighs> Thank you. You may have had that dream, but I don't have access to your dreams. Yeah. Oh, good. We don't have the technology. Okay, good. And there's privacy, I'm sure. Yeah, there's all, you know, we have to follow the yeah. Pri- yeah, Freedom of Information in Privacy yeah. Act. Yeah. We can't even say your name on the air. It's Jennifer. Ah, well, good. You can say it. Okay. But we, we're, we're completely forbidden. With an M and not a K, Matatech. Exactly. I learn from my mistakes. Good. So that's, that is important to be, if you're going to be an improvement vector. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question six. The massive casualties and tragedy of the Hartford Circus fire could have been avoided if the tent material had not been kerosene-soaked canvas. That absolutely sounds true. It is true. Oh, good. Yeah. If it had been... I'm not good. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> it's not. It's good that I got that correct. It's not good that that happened. That's you are correct. That that's that's actually like you get a bonus point for okay. correctly identifying a horrible fire right. for my empathy. For empathy, yes. So you're testing soft skills as well as right. this hard is actually skills. kind of a void camps test okay. as well as a uh, improvement Great. vector test. I am a replicant. Oh. Hopefully made of fine-grained wood. (laughs) This is a silly joke that nobody knows about. Question seven. The fire could have been avoided entirely if no one had set the fire in the first place. You know, I want to say false, but this could be a situation where there's a natural event like a lightning, in which case there would not be any one person responsible. So I'm going to say false. False. You are correct. Now, it was set by a person, okay. as far as I know. Right. Uh, but fire could have rained down from the heavens. Exactly. Okay, we, good. Just, we don't know what could have happened in the past. So we're on the same page. We're really connecting. We are. We are. I, I feel like we're all bonding here. Okay. Paul, would you would you say so? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> you seem to be enjoying enjoying the quiz. Well, I'm I'm actually like quite worried because if they had done this quiz uh, when they were interviewing me for this job, I don't think I would have uh, gotten this fine position at the Improvement Bureau. Instead, what they did was the uh, old uh, sandwich on a string test that I failed, and now I'm in the basement. Did you get the sandwich at all? Uh, yeah, but it was the last sandwich that I've ever had off of a string. Yeah. No, I, um, I I took the same test and it was turkey and mayo. It was a really terrible sandwich. Did yeah. you eat the string at any point? Either of you? No. No. I can't I can't really I don't want to talk about that. It was it was pretty humiliating. So, question eight. 
the current exhibition at the Dunlop is a thing that you will talk about. I think that's true. It is true. It is true. Um, did you want me to talk about it? Well, it's true. <laughs> this is a beautiful t- segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, it is true that you it are going Now, it is not the last question, okay. so you have to come back around. We'll, we'll circulate. Okay, but, good. But tell, tell, tell us a little bit about the current true. Dunlop exhibition. Um, so it is called On the Table. And it is co-curated by uh, three staff, myself and our Curator of Education and Community Outreach, Wendy Peart, and also Blair Fornwald, our Assistant Curator. And it's called On the Table because it's an exploration of food in artistic practice today. So contemporary artists working with food. Um, and then staging all of this in a gallery and turning the gallery into a place where we can have conversations that are a bit more difficult conversations about food that you really can't have at the dinner table. So what is a conversation about food that one could not have at the dinner table? Well, for example, there's one artist in the show named Kim Waldron, who's um, from Quebec, and she uh, has a lot of ambivalent feelings about her meat eating. So there's quite a provocative piece in the exhibition um, that's a bit disturbing. We have a warning on the door for it. Um, So it's worth talking about, I think, um, that uh, where she has learned how to butcher her own meat um, and then what she's done is she's gone ahead and she's photographed that process. So there's photographs in the exhibition of her going through the process of butchering the meat herself. There's um, stuffed animal heads. She's got taxidermied of all of the animals that she learned how to appropriately um, slaughter in an appropriate way. And then there's also photographs in the exhibition of the meat once it's been um you know, carved up and put in appropriate packaging. So, you know, we don't often talk about the process of how things came mm-hmm. to our table. So um, there's there's a little bit of that. And yeah, and there's some other pieces in the show that are a little bit more fun and have some levity. Uh, we have an artist who's created a bar inside the gallery. So it's the idea of flipping upside down. You know, you might normally have like some artwork hanging in a bar. Well, here we have a bar inside. <laughs> I, I've got to say, I was quite disappointed because it wasn't yeah. a functioning bar. Well, I it went was in and I was sitting was, at the bar for hours. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I kept sorry. like holding up my finger, and nobody came. I think you picked the wrong day of the week. Friday oh. is the hot day to go. It is activated um, with Tuesday, beverages. Friday. It's actually Tuesday, Friday. Tuesday nine thirty is a bad time then. Yeah, Tuesday oh. nine thirty is a really bad time. Um, well, what about Sundays at three in the morning? Also a bad time. Um, mm. That would actually mean, yeah, that would be bad if you were in there So those hours. That would technically be illegal. It would, and I don't recommend it okay. um, going at those hours. I feel like that's a terrible time. But Friday from 4 to 5, if you'd like to be served a beverage in the bar, um, we invite all of the Regina public to experience happy hour at formerly Good Time Charlie's. Oh, very nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Did either of you attend the old Regina... Bars, formerly's, and or Good Time Charlie's. Uh, Good Time Charlie's, I have been to. Yeah. Which, uh, which was where the planes used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the idea that the artist sort of had when we engaged him, because his whole thing is he likes to go places and build bars in unconventional spaces out of unconventional materials. And he had this idea of, like, recreating a bar that could have, that exists in his head that maybe existed once in real life. But he's reconstructing kind of the idea of the bar. So it's all made out of cardboard also. So it's almost like you're walking into someone's architectural imagining of a space that both existed but never existed. This is getting a bit heavy. I'm sorry. What do they have on tap? Um, well, ginger ale. Mm, nice. <laughs> oh, yum. Yeah. 
That's a fine ale. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Um, the, out front, there's the four video screens. Yeah. Who yeah. Did that? Who, in the they, gallery. They, yeah. So yeah. in the gallery, there's, uh, four scenes. So it's like landscapes made out of food. Yeah. And then a hand comes in and destroys them. So that's an artist named Song Dong. Um, he's, uh, from China and he lived there through the revolution and all of that. So he comes from a background where food was something that was very contested. You know, you have countryside versus city side in China and you have this idea of making sure that every resource is used. Um, nothing goes to waste. So those particular works uh, where there are different looks at the landscape and the landscapes are basically these piles of food that resemble these sort of landscapes that you could find in China or other places. And he's really taking either a knife or doing some other sort of alterations in this recorded kind of performance where he's sort of obliterating the landscape in weird ways yeah. and consuming it and destroying it and interacting with it. Yeah, and yeah. when you say like making a, a landscape out of food it sounds kind of rubbish but <laughs> it's actually it's, they're really gorgeous scenes they like, are. the color is like super yeah. saturated yeah and uh they're beautiful and then this hand comes in and destroys when i brought my son oh yeah and he was just transfixed by these things Good. but the uh the destruction was was not synchronized across no. the screens and so he didn't want to leave because he kept wanting to see what was going to happen next on a different screen. But it was just, he was like stuck in this like loop where I was like, have to go see what's on screen one and then screen two and then screen three. But then scene one is going back to something else. And so yeah. Yeah, we were stuck there a long time. I want to say I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry that your son was compelled by a work of visual art. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And, and I love that. I love hearing about shaping young hearts and minds and introducing yeah. them to contemporary art in that way. Yeah. I'm Although, so excited to hear this. He is five and now he does right. Horrible things with broccoli oh, at supper. I want to apologize, but yeah, I'm you know, going to destroy the trees, Dad. But it's great. But look at what the exhibition's doing. It's bringing something to your table. You're having Literally. it. You know, the art yeah. gallery is now bringing a discussion to your dinner table that normally maybe you wouldn't have. So yeah, really, and the discussion is don't play with your food, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to say I no responsibility, but I actually should take some responsibility. Yeah, for that. We take responsibility at Dunlop Art Gallery. Hashtag art goals. <laughs> yeah, art goals. <laughs> so I think uh, let's let's move on. That was a very illuminating discussion. Yeah. Uh, I thought so. You could have saved yourself a lot of talk if you just said false, just so you know. Oh, okay. But I didn't know that. True, true is good. True, true is good. And it's at our central location and our Sherwood Gallery location. So if you have only been downtown and you want to go to the north end of the city to see a bit more work, if you enjoy what you see, it's worth the drive to Sherwood Village Branch of RPL. Excellent. So let's continue on with the uh, our true-false quiz. This is question eight. We're actually coming down to the home, home stretch here. Current, oh, sorry, question nine. My apologies. 167 people died in the Hartford Circus Fire. You know this because you were there. True or false? I have to say false because of the... Is it qualifying when it's something you say after? No. Qualifying is when something is before. It's your addendum sort of comment mm -hmm. that I was... I know because I was there. That's false. Correct. Oh. Thank goodness. It is false. And you were not there. I, I wasn't there. Okay. No. 1944 was a tough time for any of us here to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hey, so, number 10. Although it seems extremely likely 
that you were the chief cause of the Hartford Circus fire. You promise not to set any part of Regina on fire for the duration of your time here. This this is, a, I think, the hardest question that you've asked me. This is really the crucial one. I'm not going to lie. A lot is riding on. I am answer. not going to set Regina on fire. Ever. Maybe metaphorically, but not literally. Right. Yeah, sure. Sure. Metaphorically. So yeah. metaphorically true, literally false? Yes. Correct. Oh, thank goodness. And we have a bonus question. Okay. And this this you might enjoy. If you could improve one thing about Regina, what would it be? Well, you know, um, I think that there could be more love here. And I'm glad that Valentine's Day is coming up. I feel like while Regina is a very warm and loving place, I think that like every day we could just feel the love a little bit more for everyone around us and all the things that we're doing. Um, and Valentine's Day, very exciting coming up. If you don't give her a point for this, I'm going to lodge a complaint with human resources. <laughs> I just think that this Valentine's Day, I just want to take this over to everybody should feel the love this Valentine's I, I, Day. I agree. Everybody should And I think everyone should be writing Valentines to things that are important to them. If you're interested, we're doing a Valentine's Day contest at the Dunlop. Ooh, what's, what um, is it? It is called My Funny Valentine, and the deadline is tomorrow. So oh. get your pens and pencils out. Actually, it's February 12th. Is that tomorrow? That is tomorrow. That sounds so, like tomorrow. Are you going to n- not hire me because I have a poor awareness of the day of the week? Well, that was a little last minute, but, you know, that's... Okay. That's, that's, that's well, get your pen and pencil out. Call my funny Valentine. Um, you know, it's this idea that Valentine and love can be not just serious. It can be light and fun and cheerful. I choose to choose to be here this evening to talk to you about this. So, yeah. So I just think Regina could be better just if everybody was feeling the love a little bit more for their fellow man and woman um, and... You know, all the things that are happening in the city. Well, that was a wonderful answer. Thank you. Uh, the actual answer is false. Okay, false. But that was that was probably yeah. just as good. Okay. Uh, so I'll give you the point anyway. Thanks. Uh, and after after my rough, ready tabulation, you are an improvement vector <sighs> for the city of Wonderful. Do you, I get a uniform? or a... No, I present you with a certificate, <gasps> a signed certificate. Oh. This is just making my... I am feeling the love right now. That's, that's Thank you idea. so much, Pool and Apron. You're, that's, well, that's well, they're, that's they're not us. here. But oh, they're not here. So they signed this on behalf well, of we, your... Well, we, we signed it on okay. their behalf. So. Well, you also used my favorite um, typeface here. No one can see this, but it is a courier font. Well, there's there's a couple of there's a courier font for your name, mm-hmm. which is and um oh and Comic Sans right? yes, which was which we thought would be particularly classy. Mm-hmm. Along it is with our, along with our crowdsourced logo. I think that it's beautiful, and I've never been more honored to receive anything. Excellent, it's ever. suitable for framing. Ever, uh, if I ever have a Wikipedia page, uh, this is going to be included among my accomplishments. So, thank you. Oh, you're, you're thank you, welcome. and congratulations. Thank yeah. you. And uh, we invite you to uh, to stick around for the rest of the meeting. Wonderful. And, uh, and uh, you can be an honorary uh, co-host. Oh, thank you. 
Anytime. Honored. <laughs> well, not anytime, just the next time. I can stop sweating now, so. Yep, no, we, uh, okay. okay. There's still lots of condensation, but yeah. The, okay. this one, it's very it, humid down here. It is extremely. It's, we'll have to, we'll try to get the people with the boiler, running the boiler mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably never happen. So next up, uh, we have innovative revenue tools. Yeah, we do. So every week, uh, we look at ways that the city can improve its bottom line mm -hmm. by, uh, with, by coming up with ideas to improve revenue or mm -hmm. cut costs. And uh, this week's uh, innovative revenue tool comes from Saskatchewan's Intercity Nostalgia Management Commission. And uh, they were they were con they contacted us with a recommendation because you've probably heard about uh, the Regina Civic Museum's uh, problems that it's been going through. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been having a little bit of difficulty covering their uh, costs, keeping their bottom line in check. And uh, so, in 2015, they even had to. Uh, there was like a threat that they might close, that they might have mm -hmm. to shut down. I read that. Yeah, but the city came through with some emergency funding. But uh, the Intercity Nostalgia Management Commission. Uh, figures that uh, if they were to expand and improve their holdings... Did, did someone say improve? Exactly. That That's is, why they that sent it to our remit. That is our bailiwick. Exactly. Yep. But they figure that if they expand and improve their holdings, then it'll be a more enticing local attraction, thus bringing more people in. But the second part of their plan will at the same time reduce the city's overall expenses because what the uh, what the commission is suggesting is that we combine the civic museum's operations with the city landfill oh. so what they're doing is they're taking the old saying one man's garbage is another man's treasure and they're making that cliche and they're they're taking that cliche and they're putting it into they're action it real exactly i'm i'm not sure to be honest what the civic museum would make of this uh this they haven't been they they brought it to us first they haven't brought up the museum I say, I say we present it to them. I expect a little bit of pushback on this one. Yeah, yeah I, as somebody that runs, you know, an institution myself, I, I can't imagine that this is the greatest proposal. Maybe that's I'm why they sent honest. this to us first. Maybe. Um, I, and there would be a fair bit of work involved. Like, for one, we'd have to redefine what counts as a historical artifact to include mm -hmm. everything that isn't just an outright biohazard. Okay. Yeah. But then you, you think about it, we would be able to, we, we could, for instance, put the museum out at the landfill, just at the top, and then people could come in and look at, we wouldn't even need a floor anymore. And it would just be artifacts all over, the floor would be the artifact. Mm. Curation nightmare? It might be. This sounds like this should perhaps be an artist-curated project. I, think I so. feel like perhaps. if anybody could make a project like this work, it would be a contemporary living artist. Maybe, but I I I'm don't support this idea yeah. enough to as a vector to really get behind it. I don't know. One element they were suggesting is that what we could do is over the summer, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of uh, city-run projects uh, or facilities have summer camps, right. and they could run this as a summer camp where they get kids to come in. Oh, their, their parents okay. would pay, mm -hmm. and the kids would come, and then they could sift through the landfill mm -hmm. to select artifacts. Okay, for inclusion in the uh, the museum. Okay. Sending children, sending the city's children out there, though that I like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, that yeah. sounds like a good idea. Kids are so bored in the summer. I know. They Kids are, are so bored. And, and, and their the parents will pay down, so much. Right? Mm -hmm. no? yes. but why, like, we don't need to use the pools anymore. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Why, aren't, why don't they... Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have too many opinions for somebody who just started. I feel so, like do, I need to... Baby steps. On the bridle them in. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, I think I think we might have to send uh, send this report back to the uh, Intercity Nostalgia Management Commission. I don't think it, it doesn't even seem to be like getting past us. They only gave me one stamp. It's a big red stamp that says approved. Oh, I don't know what to do if we're not approving a recommendation. Uh, maybe you could put just stamp it and then write dis in front of it and initial it. Mm. Do we have budget for that? No, wow. no. We just gave away our last pen. I have a magnifying glass, and there's a window in like in the boiler room. Oh, and I'll burn it. Dis. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. We're good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, since that uh, plan didn't work, uh, we should uh, play some new ones. Yes. Let's hear like, some other tools. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was the last of our um, uh, uh, tools. Last of our innovative revenue tools for oh. this week. For this week, but there will be more next week. There always is. There I have an idea. You do? Oh, do you? I do. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yes. Absolutely. Um, so people are walking their dogs, right, all the time, and sometimes mm -hmm. they're cats. They don't. They don't. Nobody walks dogs. Okay. That's okay. But like, how useful are dogs and cats? They could be more useful, and they're yes. outside all the time anyway. Why don't we get them um, on the sidewalks, like shoveling? That's good. That is a great idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, then they could offset the cost of the dog park. I mean, if we're going to make exactly. students pay for buses through their U-Pass, we've got to start making dogs pay for their dog park. I, I think agree. that's very true. Yeah. We need to get dogs, like, making money, jobs, mm -hmm. paying taxes, like, contributing to Good. the well-being of, of the city. So I'm proving myself my oh, first yeah. day on the job Absolutely. right now by making yeah. that suggestion. Yeah. I do worry about the cats, though, because, you know, they just end up starting, like, they just end up running the dogs. It, yeah. They are terrible that yeah. way. But. And they'd probably like just break off and form like feral gangs roaming mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. This is turning into animal uh, animal farm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> animal farm. Mm -hmm. Or animal planet. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's, it's, I, from what I know, it's just like animal farm, but it's like writ large. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's on TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or foo, Because then we'd, we'd have lemurs. <laughs> is that what Zaboomafoo was? Isn't it? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. I just I just knew it was called Zabumafu. Sometimes it was a puppet, sometimes it was a real animal, and it was just weird and long and slinky and furry. I only get to watch TV through the gratings oh. uh, upstairs, mm. so, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh. All right, what's next on the uh, agenda there, Aiden? Uh, we have uh, mixed up notes, Paul. Oh, mixed up notes. <laughs> what, what do you have? Okay, I'm going to vote that we uh, sort that out. Uh, I've got City Hall WTF. Oh. Yeah, we missed it last week because we ran out of time at our last meeting. We had to call it. Uh, so this week, uh, we're going to be taking a look at Ward 5. Oh, the fifth ward. The fifth ward. We're halfway through. Is that the best ward? Uh, well, let's Who find out. Who is the ward? Well, let's the find ward. We, well, we're going to find we're gonna, out. We're going to tell you. Okay, well, actually, Shane Hanekka is going to tell you where Ward 5 is. <laughs> Commencing at Highway 1 and the CP Rail Main Line, east along the CP Main Line to the east of the city limits, south along the city limit until the point due east of Houghton Road, east to the current most eastern point of Houghton Road, south on Woodland Grove Drive to Aaron's Road, northwest on Aaron's Road to University Park Drive, north on University Park Drive to Victoria Avenue, west on Victoria Avenue to Highway 1, north on Highway 1 to the point of commencement. Hope you enjoyed your Ward 5, Regina, I know I did.
So that was the boundary of Ward 5. And uh-huh. if you would rather have some uh, landmarks, Ward 5 includes Riverbend Park, the Walmart East Regina Supercenter, Regina Funeral Home and Cemetery, Glencairn Neighborhood, Clarence Mahon, <laughs> Clarence Mahon. Mahon? Uh, I don't know. Mahon, Mahon. But it's an ice arena. There's a Moxie's. Ooh. But oh. not the Home Depot across the street. Because that's in Ward 4. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Angkor Restaurant, Hello Baby, uh, the Regina Chinese Alliance Church, Prince of Wales Park, the Rona, which was just bought by Lowe's, uh, Leopold's East, Winners, Best Buy, Real Canadian Superstore, Michael's, Bulk Barn, another box store, box store, box store, box store, box store. Are you going to name the citizens of this ward as well? <laughs> we'll I, don't, there are, I don't think there are any citizens. I'm starting to think. It's There's a stores. whole lot of box stores and nothing in Ward 5. That's not true. There are people who live there. And they're very, they're very happy, and they love their ward. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. It's full of box stores. Who wouldn't love that? Exactly. The shopping is fantastic, mm-hmm. especially if you're looking for not boxes. Surprisingly, <laughs> there is yeah. no box box store that I'm aware of. Yeah, when, when, when are we going to get a box box store? Uh, well, you know they're expanding uh, Ward Five. They uh, last year they passed. Um, they passed a report recommending that uh, they can build more box stores. Basically, there's the, we um, the Citizen Social Club was on talking about yes. the Tower Crossing development, which will start with uh, some box stores right at the end of Victoria East in Ward Five, and the councillor there is John Fendura, and he voted for that in he favor of it for, for more for more box stores. He did. Um, just a little bit about John Fendura. Mm. He's in his second term on council, and he is one of the most enthusiastic councillors I've ever met. Oh. Yeah. Is he yeah. more enthusiastic even than Hawkins? So think of Fendura as light enthusiasm, <laughs> and Hawkins as a darker form of enthusiasm. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Does that mean one of them wears a bit more black than the other, or? Oh, no. Sure. We'll say that's okay. what it is. Yeah. We'll say one of them uh, is good at uh, a little bit of the old force grip, mm-hmm. and the other has a, uh, a blue lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Fendura in- immigrated to Canada in 1976. He was in the Canadian Naval Reserve. He's worked as a service technician, and he is the council representative on the Accessibility Advisory Committee. And the Accessibility Advisory Committee is like the only advisory committee left standing right now. All the rest are on hiatus. Mm. Uh, but the Accessibility Advisory Committee uh, gets a lot of work done. They're strong advocates at council, and Fendura is, he's like a great champion for this committee. He's what? hes like one of the guys who's always like asking, so there's new development. Is it accessible? Mm-hmm. Accessible by air? Yes, uh, but mostly by wheelchair is what he's talking about. Oh, I was thinking maybe like, like coming wanna... from the air or like tunnels from underneath. No. Like sort mm-hmm. of a chthonic accessibility? No. Oh. No. I just got to say the word Gathonic, though. Ding! Don't, don't hear that every day. No, no, you don't. You only hear it on the Queen City Improvement Bureau, which I should hasten, I hasten to add is broadcast on 93.1 FM CJTR, Regina's Community Radio Station. 91.3. Did I say 91.3? You said 93 this time. Yeah. Oh, I should stop doing that. False. Eh. False. Ooh. Ooh. The, the, test, the test actually is not over. The act, the actual, the test was actually for you to start. It the test never false. ends. It never ends. <laughs> it never ends. T- you'll bring the test home with you. Yeah. 
You'll wake up with true and false questions. In my head, in an envelope, a green envelope, in a dream. You'll wake up at 4 a.m. and you will look at your husband and he will look like a true false question for a moment and you will scream in fear. True. Yes. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Where were we? Uh, well, you know what? We were just a few minutes ago, we were talking about the Tower Crossing development, and I've got some audio from that meeting of Councillor Fendura. But what? it starts with some audio, as it happens, of Councillor Hawkins. Excellent. So I'm going to play that right now. A pro growth kind of guy, but I'm a pro growth kind of counselor on the basis that the growth is good growth and that it's the basis of growth that's done in the kind of proper planning principles that we've stressed so hard as a city council in our official city plan. That's why I'm distressed by this, and that's why I will not be supporting it tonight. And I hope, if uh, in the unlikely event that it does not go forward, I hope that it comes back with proper planning principles built into it. Thank you, Your Worship. Thank you, Councillor Hawkins. <laughs> Councillor Fendura. Boy, what, else, what do I say now? Say what you want to say. In, in Polish. Well, I stand up. I'll, I will support this. Because I look, I look at the northeast, uh, the northeast or you know, part of Kuchinat area, has been waiting for a long time to get something started, get things developed. Okay, I just want to interrupt there. Uh, it's a great clip. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Findura has a lot more to say, and he, he speaks a lot on this topic, and I thought I should give him, like, an opportunity to sort of, like, finish what he was saying, but I'm just going to, like, fast-forward through uh, some of it to get to the uh, the meat of his argument in favor of the Tower Crossing development. I see it as a good plan. Yes, there's water the issues. We have issues everywhere. In two, three, in two, three years, we're going to have to put the services in there ourselves. So if we have somebody to help us out, that much greater. So I am definitely supporting, and I mean, I, I see it as when we moving city in a different direction. For, for a while, east side was left out. There was nothing there. And I see this builders coming, developers coming into the area and want to do something. I see it positive. I see how the, the, the area is going to look like. I see the walkable community. I see the transit coming in and out of the area, uh, connecting communities with transit. And that's a big, that's a big plus to me. And uh, wide roads, wide sidewalks, the water. The, the sewer. We are going to have to do this regardless. So if we have a help, a partner to help us out to build our sewer, build our water, getting our things going, I'm all for it. Uh, wait a moment. Okay. He clearly said that he sees the city moving in a different direction. Mm-hmm. But he does not specify which direction he wants the city to move in. Left. Ah, which I believe is west. Oh. If I, if you're looking, if you're looking at any map, I'm not from here. Oh. I can't speak to that. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. It's it's west. Uh, but he lives in the true. East End. True. Yeah. Yes, true. So I suspect he wants to move right. I right yes. out to Tower Crossing. Okay. Yeah. That's, that is going to be a really intensive project, moving the entire city in any direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm with it. I'm, okay. I'm going to work on some reports and uh, get that up to the sixth floor. All right. Okay, I got one more clip of Councillor Fendura. This uh, dates back to the debate about the stadium. 
And uh, this was, uh, he had like a big long list of reasons that he supported it, but this was my favorite reason for him supporting the stadium development. As Councillor Hink Suji always alludes, I love soccer. And for me to see the design, actual FIFA, somewhere, somewhere down the line here, I'll be able to uh, enjoy a game of soccer without going too far from home. And that always pleases me. So he wants he wants some soccer at the uh, he wants some the soccer stadium. at the stadium. Yeah. Hey, I, uh, no argument for me on that count. Yeah, and the consultation with FIFA was basically that our stadium is not going to be the right side to host size to host uh, FIFA soccer uh, without some modifications. Um, but yeah, there is a possibility that we will have some uh, some soccer in the stadium at some point. Maybe not official FIFA soccer. We may not be getting a World Cup. We, m- we might get we might get luge. Ooh, which is really? not soccer, but it is entertaining to watch. Right. So when it's like winter time, you could just like spray the stands with ice, and then the luge could just go clockwise or counterclockwise around the stadium into the center, like a, something down a drain. I believe. I believe it's counterclockwise. Like your tax dollar down the, right. the drain. Uh, to the yes. right. Is it to the right? I believe it's okay. actually counterclockwise in this hemisphere. Okay. So false. False. Okay. You're really getting the hang of the true false. Well, you know, I, it takes a little while sometimes for me to catch on to things, but then once I'm on it, I'm on it. <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's Ward Five. That's our that's our tour of Ward Five. That's very nice. Yeah. I, love it. I feel like I know Ward Five really mm-hmm. well now. Yeah. I feel like if I go there, I could wave um, to a person there, and mm-hmm. they might wave back. Yeah, they might. Yeah. yeah. So you'll be like in the Lowe's, or not the Lowe's, sorry, the Rona, and you'll be like, yeah. hey, I'm in Ward 5. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Look at, yeah. are you from Ward 5? And hopefully they're from Ward 5. Yeah. But, you know, if they're not, that's that's okay too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different wards that come through there because of the stores. So it's people meet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like people from different wards have met mm-hmm. at uh, Rona or um, the Chinese Alliance Church mm-hmm. and uh, fallen in love, you know? Oh, I want children. that story. Maybe, maybe they still live in the in the Rona. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe somewhere in the back. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Raising a little family. It has been such a touching episode it of really the has. Queen City Improvement Bureau on ninety one point three FM CJTR mm-hmm. Regina's Community Radio. Is it ninety one point three? I hope to God it is. Cause true, 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 true. I think it is true. Yeah, no, it's right there. I feel, I feel <laughs> like I feel like we're waiting for some confirmation from outside. That will never come. No. no. All right. Uh, what's next on the agenda here? Uh, what's next? We've got some outstanding improvements. I mm-hmm. think we're going to talk a little bit about the Big City Mayor's Caucus. Which I like I, I like to call it the Big City Mayor's Ruckus. Caucus. The Ruckus Caucus. The Ruckus Caucus, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tell us yeah. about the Big City Mayor's Caucus. Um, so the Big City Mayor's Caucus is a... Me- well... The caucus itself is, it consists of the mayors of Canada's 21 biggest cities. And they get together two to three times a year to discuss urban issues in the country. And uh, Regina is one of those 21 cities. Mm-hmm. Wow. When, when did we move up into the 21 top? I thought we were 22 for some reason. No, no, we are on the list. And I figure wow. if Brampton can be on the list of big cities, Regina gets on the list of big cities. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. 
the the Big City Mayor's Caucus is part of the uh, Federation of Canadian Municipalities. The Canadian Municipality Federation of Canadian Municipalities uh, advocates for cities and other municipalities and makes sure that their needs are represented represented in federal policy. It's been around for officially for seventy nine years. No, yeah, and this year's uh, caucus, the Big City Mayor's, was held in Ottawa, and. Ooh. It is the first since the new government, and it was bonkers. Was there, it? it was, yeah. Well, I mean, as far as these things go, it was um, it was featured on Power and Politics uh, multiple times. They had like multiple mayors on and talking about city issues. Was it more off the hook or off the chain? It was. It was raucous. That sounds to me, but like it's both off the hook and, and off, off the, the chain. chain. Yeah. I remember hearing about this like a few years ago, this event that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it was when Rob Ford was in power, who was like my former mayor. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember what he did at it. I don't. But I feel like it was embarrassing. Yeah. I actually I I think the embarrassing thing is he never went. Really? <laughs> yeah. That could have been it. Maybe that was the embarrassing thing. Yeah. I, like, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe he went once yeah. or twice, but I remember, I like, the I was very last... happy to move here, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Like, living in Rob Ford. Like, I think he had been reelected or elected right around the time that I had moved here. And so quite pleased to run to number 21. I'm not uh, sure. No, I'm not sure. Uh, they have them in alphabetical order okay, on the website. They don't, they okay. don't tell us All which right. one Did you know that are. Windsor is one of the 21? Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Surrey, too, if you can mm-hmm. believe it. Mentioned? Surrey, Surrey. Yeah. yeah. Huh. But I just got to say, Windsor, mentioned without comment. <laughs> because of Oh, man. Terrible. We are going to get in so much trouble for trashing other cities for a change. I like Windsor. They have a lovely art gallery there. Yeah. That is if true. you find yourself in Windsor, wonderful art gallery. Wonderful contemporary art program. Okay. They also have a Detroit. Yes, Detroit yeah. is amazing also. They've got great exhibition space there. Yeah. So. I recommend. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, this was this meeting was before the budget, mm. and this was their first opportunity to meet with the federal government, and uh, the, the federal government, which, you know, campaigned on more infrastructure support for cities, and so this was their first chance to, as mayors to champion that. And by all accounts, it was a huge success. In fact, I have uh, the the press release that was put out um, on my Amiga computer here, and I thought I would uh, I would play that for us. The press release about this. Hello, Eden and Paul. Hello. Do you really want me to read this press release? Yes, I do. Amiga computer. You do realize I am the default voice setting on this computer. Yep. I sound. Very stupid. Oh, you do. Actually, everything you do here is stupid. What? You know, when CJTR said you could broadcast your meetings on their radio station, they thought you were going to do something informative. I guess the joke is on them. Ha, ha. Oh. Well, if you insist, I will read this press release. Thank you. Dateline, May 2nd, 2016. New Era of Federal Municipal Collaboration, Mayors of Canada's Big Cities Conclude Historic Meeting. The largest gathering of the Federation of Canadian Municipalities Big City Mayors came to a successful conclusion today in Ottawa following a series of high-profile meetings that included a roundtable discussion with the Prime Minister of Canada. The mayors held in-depth sessions with the six cabinet ministers, 
The breadth and depth of the meetings demonstrated the strength of the new partnership between the orders of government. What we saw at this meeting was the federal government's commitment to work with us as partners on issues that are critical to Canadian families like affordable housing, green infrastructure and public transit, especially through Canada's economic downturn. We are encouraged about the opportunities to work together to solve national challenges and make a concrete difference for Canadians, said Don Iveson, Mayor of Edmonton and the new chair of FCM's Big City Mayor's Caucus. Okay, I'm really sorry about that. I will never ever do that again. And actually, the reason you should never do it again uh-huh. is because that your computer will get at one of our jobs. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, true. If, the, if the upstairs hears this. <laughs> true. They'll, they'll realize they could just like play like a, a laptop. Yeah. Call it the Amiga. So, so yeah. sorry, that was something weird. Whenever I hear the Prime Minister of Canada, I think Sir John A. Macdonald. I don't think of anything contemporary. I don't That's think of funny. Trudeau or I, I, I always just, think Diefenbaker. Diefenbaker is my second mm-hmm. Prime Minister of Canada. I yeah. don't know. They just have that uh, gravitas. So, um, yeah, I, I thought we could make a proposal tonight that uh, maybe you know we should, uh, we should Regina should hold a mid-city mayor's caucus. Ah. And it would be for, you know, it wouldn't put on quite so many airs mm-hmm. as the Big City Mayor's Caucus does. And it would just, like, represent fair to Midland cities. Yes. Yeah. I think this would be great. This is more in keeping. I mean, I know I know that we've gotten sort of, you know, mm-hmm. pretty sort of big fire britches lately. But mm-hmm. this, this, uh, this is in keeping with Regina. Moose Jaw. So. Having a moose, moose Jaw. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. would have a great time. They could do the tunnels together. Exactly. Yeah. And as considering we'd be one of the biggest of the mid-cities. Uh, we could like push people around. Oh yes, yeah. We've been waiting for a long time to push people around. Yeah, instead of Toronto and Edmonton and Calgary getting on mm-hmm. power politics, it would be us. Nice. Yeah. So I thought uh, some workshop talk- topics for the the mid city mayor's caucus Perfect. would be like maximize your city's folksy charm. Nice. Yeah. Hay bales. Yeah, hay bales. Exactly. Um, also, like boosting tourism by making statues of giant things, mm. like giant pierogies and giant, yeah, yeah. Giant Provide giant. opportunities for people to drive, yet also sometimes still walk around. Mm-hmm. Yes, very nice. Sure. I hope that actually even the big city had that on their agenda. Yeah, yeah. walking around is a big deal, and bicycling mm-hmm. around is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have sculptures of giant Reginas. Exactly. Important large sculptures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like grandeur, but mm-hmm. folksy grandeur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Irrelevant, relevant to the fabric of the community. Exactly. That mm-hmm. in. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's all I had. Uh, except uh, right now, going on, uh, the FCM also has the Sustainable Communities Conference, which is also in Ottawa, and um, Councillor Murray is there with Councillor Sean Fraser and Premier Brad Wall. What? And they're going to be talking about sustainability in cities. I and hope they're having the best time together. I, th- I, th- I, I think we so have too. to say. BFFs. I hope yeah. they're like hanging out and having having a burger or you know having a chat. Yeah. What, what if, if they went paintballing? What if What if Ooh. they're sharing the same burger and they're like eating from both ends and then they accidentally you know meet in the middle? Yeah, oh, that'd be great. That'd be really sweet. Would be well, and I hope they come home with lots of good ideas to like make our city more environmental. Because, as you know, this is one of the most environmentally friendly councils in this nation. Thank you, Councillor Hawkins. Ah, all right. I think we should. uh, 
Uh, I think we should move on to an adjournment here. Adjournment? Um, yeah. Okay, so actually tonight I think we have quorum. With, Do we? With our co-host. Uh, so there's awesome. enough. Three of us, yeah. Three of us. So uh, I, uh, I move that we adjourn. Okay, I'll second that motion. Um, all in favor. Um, if I oppose, what happens? Do we no, just sit for another hour? We, we can't leave. Okay. I have nowhere to go, so... Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I could stay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hang around. Okay. But uh, we should probably uh, let, the, let the audience go. Because okay. they, they deserve... True. They deserve better. True. For, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So we'd like to say uh, thank you very much to everybody listening. This has been the Queen City Improvement Bureau for February 11, 2016. Thanks to Jennifer Matatek as our guest co-host and improvement thank factor. Thank you. Thank, thanks to her again. Thank thanks for coming. Pleasure. Thanks to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, for supplying our grand theme music. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Queen City Improvement Bureau or on Twitter at Queen City IB. And reminder, that's not Irritable Bowel, it's Improvement Bureau. Uh, tweet us, like us, talk to us, we respond. Ask us we questions, we'll answer them on the show. We or will. in the meeting. In the meeting. Yeah. We don't have a show. May I use the restroom? Yeah, False. Sure. You- <laughs> Um, oh, and we have a website. Yes, queencityib.com. Correct, where all of our, well, our meetings are recorded, plus articles and photos. Yeah, and, and you can go on iTunes and you can subscribe so that if you can't listen to us live, or Monday mornings, we're not being broadcast uh, Monday mornings at 9 a.m. True. You can subscribe in iTunes and get these, uh, these improvement nuggets delivered to your cyber doorstep every week. Very nice. You can also go to cjtr.ca and find our program there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you if you do go to iTunes, give us a good rating. If you like our show. If you don't like our show, don't bother. Give us, give us a good rating. Yeah. Okay. Coming up next is the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by Sask Centric Electric and the Cockpit uh, rounding out the day. Thanks for listening, Regina. Keep on improving. Love you, Regina. Love.